0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse
1: community. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9, Maka and Nevener. Our next guest, a returning guest, is Lisa Hardiman. Lisa is a commander with Victoria Police. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Nevener, and it's great to be talking to you again, Maka. It's great. It's great. Now, Never and I were talking a little bit earlier in the show. Our first question is, what is a reverse town hall?
2: I did hear you speak about that. So last year in December, Victoria Police hosted a town hall event at the Pride Centre. And as a result of that, uh, it was mainly community in in the audience. And as a result, we were asked to um, conduct a reverse town hall where the audience was made up mostly of police officers so that police could hear from community about some of the issues.
1: OK, so now we know what it means, Nevena. Tick.
0: Lisa, thank you very much for joining us uh, and providing that context. So last year, that com- that town hall was held at the Pride Centre and we had representatives from Vic Pohl, from Thorn Harbour Health, Victorian Pride Lobby and the Commissioner for LGBTIQ Plus Communities, Todd Fernando. Who was at the reverse town hall? And can you tell us a little bit about what the conversation that you had there?
2: Yes, certainly. So we had um, a panel um, made up. Um, of Alexander Tave from um, the uh, AGMC, which um, is the Australian GLBTIQ Multicultural Council. Sayet sedeck co-founder of Transfem Trans Pride March. Paula Fernandez Arias, which is um, she's the general manager of Queer Space in Drummond Street. Manu Kalon, who's a peer support worker with the LGBTIQ Plus Asylum Seekers. Uh, Deputy Commissioner Neil Patterson and Sergeant Melissa Peters. So they were the panel. Um, But in the audience, we had mostly Victoria Police. So we started with a a number of 50, and due to the overwhelming interest, we expanded it to more than 80 Victoria Police staff who were able to listen to each of the panel members um, tell their stories.
1: So, Lisa, one of the – and, you know, remembering the the forum last year and a lot of, you know, the reaction to that, positive and and negative – one of the things that that came out of that was, there's no. I think people accept the work that yourself do and Neil Patterson and a lot of other officers, particularly in force command, in making Victoria Police uh, a more engaging and accepting place for our community. How do you get that to filter down right to the station level? You know, to the, you know, the you know old term, but the boots on the ground. How do you get the cultural change there. That's a big challenge, isn't
2: it? It is a big challenge, but um, what we have done is we've recruited more LGBTIQ liaison officers. So it used to be called the GLOW program, but we found that um, that was a bit uh, limiting when you look at the whole of community. So we've got more than 500 um, LLOs across the state um, in our stations, um, and that's to try and, uh, A, be a welcoming place for members of community to come and be able to speak to somebody who um, is a LGBTQ liaison officer. But it's also about um, working with the other staff in those stations about um, community and and to make sure that we can provide the best service we can for anybody from community to come into our, our workplaces.
0: Lisa, it's quite a unique setup that we have here in Victoria. We have yourself coming on joy. We have these town halls. We have reverse town halls. Why do you think it's so important for VicPol to be able to engage with our communities in a meaningful and impactful way?
2: Oh, look, Victoria Victoria Police are aware that there are a number of members of community, and this this came out in a uh, reverse town hall, who will not come into a police station. <coughs> they, excuse me. They won't report a crime because of... Um, historical distrust with us. So we're doing everything we can um, with these panels, with the town halls, with the LLO program to to try and uh, encourage community to, to work with us um, to make a safer community across the whole state of Victoria, including people from the LGBTIQ plus uh, community.
1: And I think, Lisa, you know, when you... It's very difficult, you know, in a workplace, but particularly a workplace... Uh, you know, whether it be, you know, Victoria Police, whether it be, you know, uh, the fire brigade, whether it be Ambulance Victoria, where there's a particular culture, and I won't call it insular, but there's a culture, you know, where you spend a lot of time working, you know, with your colleagues, you know, in very difficult situations. And most of the time, your interaction with the public is very positive. But when it's not, and when that you know, when that is, you know, engagement with with our community, that, you know, sometimes there's some pushback, you know, within the organisation at that level. How do you address that at that level? Because, yeah, you have the officers in the station and, you know, the messages are very clear from force command. But, you know, out and about when things happen or comments are made, how do you address them? How do you address it when you hear them?
2: So there's a number of different um, pathways that, that we can take as, as Victoria Police. So if, if somebody does feel like they've been discriminated against um, by one of our members, there is the Professional Standards Command, which is a so report can be made and an investigation conducted. Um, what we're also saying is if, if a member of community does feel like they've um, not been treated well, um, then they can certainly come and speak to one of our um, LGBTIQ liaison officers. We have um, two full-time LLOs now, one in um, the Northwest Metro and one in Southern, and we're working to expand that. Um, or they can contact my office and, and we can work okay. through some of the issues which we've done in the past. You know, we've done a lot of work um, to try and uh, make sure that all of our community um, can be heard and and supported. And including within, you know, we have um, a VP pride network which is an, an internal uh, network uh, for our employees who are either um, allies or identify as lgbtq plus
0: lisa an active and ongoing conversation that victoria police has been having for about 20 odd years is participation at pride march was this sub, uh did that subject come up at the reverse town hall or was there other discussions that were
2: had no that was um, did not come up um there was a lot of discussions around um, the underreporting of crime. Mm. There was discussions about how police can recruit from um, a number of diverse communities because the reverse town hall was um, held at the multicultural um, hub in Melbourne. Um, so there was a really big focus on not just LGBTIQ, but people from um, multicultural and multi-faith uh, backgrounds and, and some of the issues that they have. So it was a real intersectionality um, that was happening at the reverse town hall um, which meant that uh, we were, as police we were able to hear not just from lgBTq but but that intersectionality and how it's much more difficult for um, multicultural and multi uh, faith people
1: i'm going to ask you a question you probably expected but may not have prepared for pride march next year yeah. how, how is victoria police represented Uh are they marching? How are they marching? Are they marching in uniform? Tell us what the plan is at the at the current time.
2: Well, last Timaka we um, didn't march. Uh, we walked um, down the street in uniform uh, with um, flags, and and um, you know we were very much interacting with the people along the route. And that's what we plan to do this year. The, the whole marching thing. Um, we won't do again because we do realise that that's sort of very much paramilitary. Um, so we will be uh, walking as a group into, um, you know, with our sworn members, our, our Victoria public servants, our PSOs, and our PCOs. So it's a, it's a real mix of people. Um, so we intend to do that again in a more relaxed manner.
1: That's good. I think. Uh, I mean, everyone has a view on this. Um, Never and I actually have a, a different view, <laughs> or a somewhat different view. But I think uh, compromise isn't where two groups do something just so they can agree. Compromise truly is where you reach an accommodation and each side listens and you then move forward with an action that people can actually feel you know, is a good outcome. So I, I, I think that's a good outcome.
2: Yes, yeah, so um, as I said, we did change last year. We worked with the, the Midsummer Group and um, we we think that it's a really good compromise that uh, you know we are still present. We have a number of people with, within Victoria Police who are uh, identify as LGBTIQ mm. and, and they have as much right as anybody else to um, be a part of Pride March uh, mm. and interact with community.
1: Yep, yeah, I agree. Thanks again for giving us the time, Lisa, and interested to hear about the reverse town hall. Um, I now know exactly what it means. I feel much much better about that. Uh, Look, have a good break and uh, look after yourself. And we look forward to Uh, speaking to you again in the new year.
2: Look forward to it. And Merry Christmas to both of you and to all your listeners. Thank you. Thanks, Lisa.
1: You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9 with Macca and Nevena. In just a moment, Josh Burns, the federal member for McNamara, is going to join it. Well, he's actually already in the studio. He's been patting Baz.
0: Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.